Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Hey, hey, party people, Chef Sean Boucher here, and we are talking to one fine gentleman today, my good man, Tristan. Tristan is a pretty successful dude at a very young age who knows what he's talking about, and you should listen to him because he's talking about social media, which is something that I don't know that we all get that well, right? I think because we're chefs or because we like to have our hands and things that we want to do and the things that we don't want to do, we don't want to do them. So we don't do them and we just say we're too busy or whatever and we just don't do it. But social media is not going away and it's part of what things are going to be going forward. So let's listen to Tristan. Tell us what we need to do to be successful in social media when it comes to restaurants. So Tristan, talk a little bit about how you got started in this business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So for those who do not know, which is most likely 99% of people, I run a uh, a restaurant marketing agency. And the way I got started in that business is I always wanted to go ahead and run a business where I could travel uh, while making money. That was really kind of the, the original goal um, that I had in mind. Uh, most people told me you know, that it couldn't be done, but I, I, I pursued it anyway. And you know, I, got, I you know, got, got started kind of learning uh, digital marketing, uh, taking, you know, paying thousands of dollars for different courses to learn from different kind of experts around uh, the world and um, also experts on marketing of food specifically um, because I knew I wanted to go ahead and, and work with restaurants specifically um, just because I really like the uh, I really like the atmosphere of restaurants. It's something that I really like to do in my free time. Um, but ironically, I've never actually worked in a restaurant. Um, so that's really kind of what inspired me to get started, the, the lifestyle of being able to travel while making money, as well as helping other businesses, um, you know, grow. Um, at one point in time, I was running my own online business, uh, and that was kind of how I wanted to go ahead and, and, and fulfill uh, my my goal of being able to travel, um, I was learning a bunch of skills from running my own online business. But then, after helping a couple businesses that got destroyed in a flood, uh, kind of rebuild their businesses online, I realized I like that a lot better um, than being locked in my room, um, you know, trying to uh, run a business that way. So that's, I guess, that's kind of the backstory on how I uh, how I got started in in this business. All right, so talk to me a little bit about what it is that you do and how you're unique from other players in the space. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So essentially what I do is I have a system of a couple different tools that I, that I use to 
uh, help restaurants grow, one being Facebook advertising, another being Instagram, and another being email marketing is really what I kind of focus on. And essentially, you know, people talk about, you know, social media marketing all the time. They talk about social media, but what I think most people do not realize is that the way you're supposed to be marketing on social media is, you know, is marketing, right? It's, it's, you, you genuinely need to learn, you know, the human mind and, and you need to study marketing. You need to know copywriting, which is how to sell things with words. You need to know, um, you know how to go ahead and create emotion with, with, with certain things and how to create uh, good content. And it's not as simple as, you know, just posting, especially when it comes to, to actually uh, increasing sales, no matter what business you're in. There's a big line between uh, actually, you know, just posting something and managing social media and, and doing something where you, you know, go ahead and, and work to increase sales. So when it comes to really what makes me and, and kind of what I do and my agency different, it's really the perspective of, okay, first, how can we go ahead and, and learn from, you know, the greatest marketers of food of all time, um, like people like David Ogilvy, uh, who, you know, are, are kind of legends when it comes to marketing of food and just marketing in general, learning from those type of people and, and taking their strategies uh, that they use in, in, in traditional media and kind of taking them uh, when it comes to, uh, social media and, and current day uh, media. So that's that's really what I would have to say. Um, it, it's not only the really just specializing and really learning um, in depth about the restaurant industry, which I, I feel like most agencies don't really specialize. And then um, on the other on the other side, it's really the the results mindset and the uh, the mindset that okay. You know, everything we do has to be to increase sales. There's no purpose of doing anything if it's not going to increase sales. And, you know, managing is fantastic, but, you know, it's about the results mindset. So I guess that's what I would have to say uh, between mindset and between uh, the actual knowledge and, uh, and where our background comes from and the education is what I have to say. So I think there's a lot of people out there that just don't get social media marketing or just don't get marketing in general. What do you talk to or or what would you say to operators? Operators who don't necessarily want to engage in marketing or don't know how to, what are some of the things that they do well and what are some of the things that maybe they just suck at? Absolutely, absolutely. So one, I would say... The, the biggest thing that you kind of need to think about, because I know a lot of a lot of restaurant owners kind of struggle with, okay, what type of marketing do I do? Do I go with Yelp? Do I go with TripAdvisor? You know, do I focus on Facebook or Instagram? You know, what do I do? You know, I, I, I get it. I, I, I get that, and I get that all the time. So I think the first thing that, that you know, our operators need to kind of ask themselves is where are my customers? Where are my customers, right? 
you know, where is the is the ideal customer, the customer who is uh, most likely to go ahead and stop into my business, right? And I think one of the biggest things uh, on social media that um, I see being kind of a big mistake, and this is going to sound kind of funny because it, it seems kind of obvious, but not posting enough pictures uh, of food or, you know, not posting enough pictures uh, of drinks. This this is especially uh, true on on Facebook. Um, I see all the time uh, when I look at different uh, you know restaurants pages, all these kind of memes and infographics, and you know all of that stuff is great. Or posting specials, or or you know talking about the specials. But you have to understand that new customers who don't even know you exist or know nothing about you are not going to be attracted into the restaurant from, you know, words on the screen. They're going to be attracted into the restaurant, you know, with food, with learning about your story, learning about, you know, who the chef is, what the owner's background is, making making your business human uh, online. That's one thing. Um, the next thing I would say is consistency. I would say... You know, when it comes to any type of advertising, it really takes time to increase sales. It's really not something that can happen overnight. Um, and, and at this point, each platform really has a, a different time period, I would say, that it takes to go ahead and increase sales, depending upon uh, where, the, where you're targeting. So just to give you an example, if you are running ads, in let's say uh, a new uh, a citywide newspaper, right? So first of all, the amount of people who read a newspaper is is very low. Um, and if it's a citywide newspaper, you have to understand that there's going to be, you know, people throughout that entire city who do read the newspaper are going to see those ads. And you have to ask yourself, okay, is someone going to travel from ten miles away in a city? To, to my restaurant? Um, and the answer is there, that's very, very slim uh, likelihood of that happening. Um, and it, there's also a very slim likelihood, especially if you have more of a niche type of restaurant, like let's say you have like an Indian restaurant or like an Egyptian restaurant where it's not like, you know, pizza and wings, you know, uh, American food that's very commonly um, enjoyed, something a little bit more niche, you have to know that the majority of that audience may or may not like your may or may not like your type of food. So, you know, if you're doing something like the radio or the newspaper, or even television, where it's literally over a city, you know, over uh, an entire city, possibly, you have to know that's going to take a lot more time than something like Facebook advertising where what you can go ahead and do is target people within a one- or two-mile radius and also target their interests with ads. Um, so then I guess the next thing I want to mention is the fact that uh, Facebook and Instagram, which obviously if you're a restaurant owner, you know, most likely you, you have that platform. If you don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of worried for you, um, you know, are, are using the platform, and you have to know that only two to five percent of your your Facebook page likers are going to actually see your posts on Facebook, and I think a lot of restaurant owners they they spend a lot of time on Facebook. They may pay people 
to go ahead and post on Facebook, and they spend a lot of time, and they, they go and they look at the Facebook and they see, you know, why do I only have two, three, four, five likes, despite the fact that I have 7,000 people who have liked my page, 7,000 fans. And the reason why that is, and the same thing is happening on Instagram at this time, because Instagram was bought by Facebook, if, if you didn't already know, is organic reach, meaning reach that you do not pay for, is going down. Because more and more people are, are getting on the platform and posting, and if every single business, every time they post posted, every fan saw their post, the entire news feed of Facebook, which is where you go ahead and scroll on Facebook, would be completely filled up with advertisers, and that's not what Facebook wants, because Facebook wants people to be able to engage with their friends and see their friends' posts. They don't want to see a bunch of, uh, a, a bunch of businesses. Otherwise, you know, obviously... That's not necessarily what people think about when they go on Facebook. So that's what I would have to say um, in that regard. And then when it comes to review sites like Yelp and, and TripAdvisor, um, I know a lot of restaurant owners do not like Yelp. Um, and I, you know, they actually recently got sued because they are putting their negative reviews on top of their of their feed if you do not pay for their their service, um, which I you know personally I think is very um, unethical. Um, but at the same time, it's important to maintain good reviews. You you really do need to uh, get good reviews because you have to understand the majority of people who are trying to find you. Like for example, I just went to Los Angeles, and the way that I was finding you know I was looking for breakfast. The way I looked for a breakfast is by going ahead and t- typing in. Uh, you know, breakfast places in Los Angeles near me, right? So literally, my friend and I go ahead and scroll through, and we see, oh, you know, this the food looks good, but they only have a 3.7 stars. You know, I, I don't think, you know, we should go there. We, you know, literally, people, the, the younger people get, the more likely they are to trust reviews when it actually comes to choosing a type of restaurant. And if, if you're the type of person who's running a restaurant um, and you want to pass it down for generations or you're really trying to play the long game with your restaurant and have that be your income, you know, for for a very long time, uh, you have to understand that that is extremely, extremely important uh, going forward because, you know, as people get younger, they're going to rely more and more on actually typing you into Google prior to actually trying you. Um, so that is that is something that I find to be super important. Um, and then I guess finally, the last thing I would have to say is, you know, on, on different social media platforms, I feel like restaurant owners or whoever you have managing your social media, I know a lot of restaurant owners, you know, appoint people in the house to do that. Some people hire agencies. Um you should really have them study food and really have them study Facebook or, or Instagram or whatever platforms you're, you're working on, which I would suggest being on all of them. Um, really kind of study, like, how to market food. Uh, you know, there, there is a specific way to, to, be, marketing, to be marketing food, um, and a lot of the big corporations uh, have figured out the way to do this. You know, when you look at a commercial and you see a Twix bar floating in the air, or you see uh, the, the Reese's Pieces commercial where um, it, it's like hallucinogenic 
they figured out that when food is in motion, it is more likely, you know, it, it, it kind of like, um, you know, a consumer is more likely to find it appealing if food is in motion and if you're showing a close-up of food. So when you take your photos, actually do a close-up of the food. Instead of showing it on a plate from afar, actually show a close-up. And that will catch more people's attention on Facebook and Instagram as well because when people scroll through the news feed, you have to understand they see so many other posts and it, you have uh, literally about one second, like 1.6 seconds to catch someone's attention on the Facebook news feed. So you have to make sure that you're going ahead and uh, creating your ads or, or creating your actual posts on Facebook with um, – the. I would suggest the the maximum amount of dimensions you you can have, so that your post will be uh, as vertical as possible, as well as making sure that you go ahead and show close-ups of food uh, or videos of food being made. Um, all of that stuff converts really well, and and really, um, I find is the most effective uh, for bringing in new customers when it comes to uh, posts on, on, on social media. <laughs> holy smokes man you are on fire that's a that's a lot of information <laughs> oh i uh i love it i i love that you just blew up with information on that um so because you're so on fire i'm going to take advantage of that and i'm going to say okay how do we play defense? Because obviously it's going to happen where we're going to screw up or something's going to happen and someone's going to leave a bad review. What do we do? Do we reach out to them individually? Do we just ignore it? You tell us how we're supposed to engage with these people that we've somehow not done right. Right. Great question. So there is, there's quite a few different ways you can go about doing it. Um, if you have a POS system where you're capturing people's emails um, in the POS system, what you can go ahead and do is there's a lot of different companies uh, that basically, and they're very inexpensive. They're like, some of them are like $50 a month, maybe at most $100 a month. Um, very inexpensive and very, you know, a lot of times they don't lock you into long-term contracts. It's very much worth it. If you're really struggling and you have below four stars, what you can do if you have a POS system is you can go ahead and take those emails, download them, send them to um, different companies. One is called, you know, Restaurant Reputations. They do this. Uh, and what you can do is you can go ahead and take those emails, send them to the company, and what the company will do is they will send out a mass email to all of your uh, email uh, subscribers or in this case, you know, people who were your past customers if it's a POS system or whatever it might be, going ahead and taking that email list, giving it to a company like Restaurant Reputation, and what they'll do is they will go ahead and send out a mass email and they'll make it very easy and non-spammy um, and convenient for people to go ahead and leave reviews if they've had a good experience at your at, at your restaurant. So that's one way that, that basically will add a bunch of new reviews, hopefully good reviews, that will go ahead and kind of like, um, you know, bump you up a little bit. Uh, another thing I would say is 
I think that's that's absolutely correct. Kind of like reaching out to them, um, and you know, kind of commenting on the uh, on the review, um, all, giving them some type of offer to make up for the bad experience, even if you feel like it wasn't really your fault, even if you feel like you know their complaint is kind of ridiculous. Um, I guess at the end of the day, you have to understand that you know you're you're running. Um, you're running a business. It's not really so much about how you feel about the situation. It's about what is the best for you and your restaurant. And what's best for you and your restaurant is for you to reach out to them, offer them something, even if you feel like it wasn't your fault, and, you know, have them go ahead and, and change that review, um, I guess, in exchange for you helping them. Um, and that's, Yelp is a little bit more tricky, I would have to say, because honestly, I don't even know where a lot of their reviews come from. Um, a lot of restaurant owners I talk to speculate that they have people who have never been to the restaurant before, and, you know, they have, like, bots or something. They create fake accounts that generate bad reviews. I can't really speak on that, but... I guess I'm speaking more when it comes to Google because Google is what the majority of people are are looking at. That's your Google reviews are your most important reviews. So I would say those two strategies um, are pretty good strategies. The third thing is is going ahead and asking your customers to leave a good review if they had a good experience. Some I know some restaurant owners may feel a little bit uncomfortable about that or they feel like they should do it themselves. Um, but I, I feel like at the end of the day, once again, you know, you're, you're running a business and the more reviews you have and the better your reviews, the more people are likely to go ahead and go to your restaurant um, when seeing you on Google. I know every time I go into a restaurant that has over 400 reviews or 1,000 reviews, the place is always packed, and there's almost always a wait. So I, that might be a coincidence, or there's a direct correlation between someone saying, wow, this place has 4.8 stars and 1,000 reviews. They must be a really good place. Um, so that's, I guess that's what I would have to say. Unfortunately, there's no cut-and-paste strategy, but I would say those would give you a pretty good start oh man i love it so much good stuff in this i yeah i'm learning a ton and i wow so obviously you kind of customize things for people based on location and all the other things that uh go into it but uh someone's listening to this and they say hey i like that guy i want to get a hold of him how do they do that so i would suggest contacting me at tristan T-R-I-S-T-E-N at customermagnetsmarketing.com and that's magnets with an S. The website right now is being uh, basically redone. So I would say that is the best way to get a hold of me. My man. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today and, and definitely sharing some great insights. I'm very appreciative of it. Like I said, I learned a ton from this, and I think a lot of other people will too. So hopefully you get some phone calls and uh, get rocking and rolling on some of these 
these guys' businesses. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.